Hello and welcome to the podcast that no one wants <laughs> to hear. It's the Me One versus Me Two Sneaker Podcast. Hooray! We've been away for a little while, uh, touring and other commitments and illness. The all the players and the commentators were ill last week when we planned to do Frame Thirty. <coughs> and as you can hear, I'm not quite better. I don't know how the others are doing. It's been quite a little difficult bug to get over, but uh, we're back. Um, very about five or six people over the course of the last month have said when's the next Me One versus Me Two podcast. So you know it's not something that nobody listens to, but maybe it's been usurped by the more popular and iTunes friendly uh, Talking Cock podcast, uh, currently riding high at number eight in the podcast charts. Uh, you may have heard Smithers in the background. The cats are around. Uh, so far, they haven't disrupted play. The door is open though, so they may uh, they may go away. Uh, but if you hear any noises, the most exciting thing about the um, about the, the the game has probably happened already. In that, when I moved the snook table over to the centre of the room from the corner where it resides, there's quite a lot of cat litter tables. Uh, there's a cat litter trays in there, as you know, and there's quite a lot of the cats dig around. So there's a little bit of loose cat litter, um, and a bit got caught under the wheel of the snook table and left a big scratch against the new floor of. The Shepherd's Bush Brontosaurus, as it's now known, uh, this wonderful snooker arena. So uh, my wife was probably going to be furious with me when I get home. When she gets home, but she's out at the moment, so she doesn't know what's going on. And when I get home, this isn't my home. This is the Shepherd's Bush Brontosaurus, as I said. There's that lion jumping around. Uh, the cats are in quite a playful mood, so I think there may be some uh, there may be some fighting. Whether they will interrupt the play, I don't know. Some of their fur is in the bottom uh, left-hand corner of the table. Uh, do you look at the grits and stuff there where uh, they sometimes sit, which hasn't been properly covered up. I'm trying to get it. It's the referee one, is it? I, don't know, I can't remember. Uh, it's just removed quite a large piece of fur and he's putting it in the bin along with the, where the cat shit goes. That's the cat shit bin. But cat hair's allowed in there too. Anyway, we, you know, there's no messing around this week. We're back to the snooker, I think. Uh, none of the peripheries around it. None of the, this is now just for die-hard fans. Uh, but also mainly for snooker fan, fans of one man playing himself at snooker. Uh, it'd be good if all the die-hard fans did get involved in listening because that would help the listenership. But it's all about the snooker. It's a serious sporting podcast. Which is why none of us are upset that we weren't nominated for the La La Loaded Laughter or the Chaucer Awards, which are coming up soon. Uh, the Rich Haynes Leicester Square Theatre podcast got nominated for that, which me too was angry about until he remembered that this is a serious sporting podcast. So it so currently stands up 15-11 to me one. Um, last week saw the highest break of 18, I think, for me too. I haven't written down who got it. Um, I think me too got it to win the frame, didn't he? So, uh, I don't know. I can't keep up with this, can you? I'm not very well. So let's talk to the players. Uh, me too, first of all. You uh, you managed a victory last week. Uh, yes, well, not last week, Richard. <laughs> uh, if only. Um, no, we seem to be coming out on a monthly basis now, which I think is against the spirit of me one versus me two snooker. It should be every week, regardless of whether there's anything to say, regardless of how we're feeling. You should be getting down every week and unleashing us on the snooker table to play snooker. That is what we exist for. That's why we're here. All this periphery, they're having sex with me, one's wife, uh, all the nightclubs I get to go to, all that stuff is a side issue. The uh, What this is mainly about is 
is playing snooker and I'm keen to get back on that snooker board and whip me one's ass. No messing around. Let's make it 15-12 today and then from there on, who knows? Well, good to see me too in quite high spirits, not feeling ill. I'm fighting fit, Richard. I'm sorry you're still ill. Uh, but I am, your voice sounds a little bit croaky. It is not. It is not croaky. Um, <coughs> you've just coughed. I have not just coughed. I'm fine. Uh, I am well. I'm hoping me one is ill because uh, that will just help me beat him and humiliate him even further. I'm looking for at least a 30 point lead today. Um, well, over to me one. Are you looking forward to the frame we want? It's good to be back, Richard. I think you have neglected this in favour of your tour, which is going around the country at the moment. Uh, go to richthang.com uh, and then click on the tour poster and you can get all the dates that are remaining. Why are you being so helpful if you resent the tour? I just, I'm, that's the kind of guy. I'm a nice guy, Richard. I'm a normal man. I'm back to being a normal man. I've had my problems. Um, are you feeling ill? No, I'm fine too. I am perfectly well. Uh, and I am looking forward to getting back, re-establishing my five-game buff, five, uh, buffer, uh, and then looking forward to my wife coming home and making sweet love to her myself, because she's my wife and she is faithful to me. Uh, you're not worried about how she'll feel about the scratch on the, on the hardwood floor here? Um, I think my wife is understanding. She knows that snooker is my life, uh, and she knows that these are the breaks, you know, that that is one of the residuals of playing yourself at snooker in a basement with cats around that sometimes a bit of grit will get caught between the wheel of the snooker table. It happens to all the snooker professions. professionals. Ray Reardon, that happened to. Um, uh, Sean Mio was also... You, were you struggling to think of other snooker players there, me one? Because you No, I wasn't. I know all of the snooker... Joe Davis. That's quite an old... Fred Davis. Those are old references, me one. Do you know who's the current world snooker champion? Well, as far as I'm concerned, Richard, I am the current world snooker champion. Uh, and I think if you look at the score, 15-11, uh, you're getting out of it well. But who is, you know, can you name a current player? Um, yeah, Ronnie, o Ronnie O'Sullivan. Well, he's been going for a long time. What about some of the new guys? I, don't, I haven't come here to be quizzed on snooker, Richard. And stop trying to put me off. Again, showing your clear bias to me too. Um, I've got to come here. I've got to work with these cats dicking around. One's jumping around on the DVD player there. That's Lino, I think. I don't care about them. I only care about snooker. This is not what it's about. I know all of the snooker players, but um, I have to concentrate on the frame. I'm about to break. Anyway, I'm going to go and... You don't even know any of them. I do. Well, I don't, so I don't know how you do, because you're not me, Richard. I'm a part of you, and if you've watched that episode of House, sometimes your subconscious can know things that you don't know. I have watched that episode of House. I just watched it last week. Yeah, well, that's why it's like that. It's very similar. And then, you know, the girl from Black Books appears, doesn't it? And she's dead. And that's what this is like. And she gives him information that uh, it's not Black Books. It's the book group or something it's called. Well, whatever. I don't know what it's called. So you, well, I know things that you don't know, me one. It should be, uh, you should know things that I don't know. It's not the other way around. I shouldn't be correcting you on your misappropriation of sitcoms. And, you know, I don't think this is interesting people unless they watch House and the book group, whatever it's called. And even then, I don't think it's interesting. And, you know, and, and what's the chances of them liking those programmes and also liking, even got to frame fucking 30 of Me 1 versus Me 2 snooker? It's a very small demographic. There's about five people out there. I think the chances of them all understanding that reference are very small. I don't care about the people at home, Richard. I'm here to play snooker. That's what I'm saying. So let's get on with snooker. Lino's playing with a little bit of, um, of, <laughs> of loose... Uh, <laughs> 
a loose litter tray stuff there. She's making quite a quite a spectacle of herself. Anyway, uh, well, me me one has gone to the table and he is breaking, so I hand over to commentator one, uh, who is up in the box of usual uh, with commentator two. Uh, thank you, Richard. Uh, good to be back at the Shepherd's Bush Brontosaurus. Um, uh, as you can see, Smithers taking a little bit of interest in the queue there. I wonder if this could be the match where the cats get involved. We will see. Uh, that's what we brought them in for. That's what we got them rescued from, from their home for. Me uh, one breaks. It's a nice break and he's potted straight from the break. That is a fantastic start for me one. Uh, hard to believe. He's up by the scratch on the floor. Uh, looks at it. A bit worried, but he can only really hit the yellow from here. He maybe can pot it with, it with a bit of a Oh my God, what a shot. Is the white going to go in off? No, it is not. So he potted that yellow, which was of course on his spot. If you can imagine the cue ball had come sort of, that, sort of parallel with the, just between the pink and the black spot on the right hand side of the table you look up and he potted the yellow from there, that's incredible. Can he get this red? Oh, there's a wall right in his way. I don't think there's space for this red to go through. There we go. Here there was space in, it's a three ball break right on the off. For me one, this is phenomenal. They haven't been played for either. Pink is pretty straight. Can he get this pink? Oh, he didn't get it and that was the easiest shot of the lot. That could have been an amazing four ball break and it would have made it a reasonable break because of course he's only scored four points there. Uh, I was quite excited. But me one off the mark with four points and that is, he's put a stall out there I think. Commentator two, that's the degree. Me two must be slightly worried by what he's just seen. Fine form, can me two answer that question with uh, an answer that is a ball going into a pocket? Yes, he can. What, what an amazing start to this frame. It looks like this player's been itching to get back to the snooker board. He's potted a red. No whites have gone in yet. Nothing. It's all just been the proper balls going down. He's going for the blue. Oh, that was useless. That was really bad. Um, I, I maybe spoke too soon. I think maybe it was just lucky that the players did so well. But uh, it's 4-1 and me one's at the snooker board now. How do you feel, commentator? It's too early. It's clearly too early for me to start talking. I'll talk later. Oh, we haven't seen anything that's gone on yet. Well, it's an interesting start, though, is it? No, I disagree. I think it's a boring start. Well, you're just deliberately contrary. You're like one of those guys who goes when it's International Men's Day, when it's International Women's Day, and there is an International Men's Day. It's November the 19th. Look, I don't think we should be talking. Me, one is coming up to take the shot. See, you're commentating commentator two. Shut up, I'm not. Okay, it's me, commentator one, back again. Me one, oh, he hit that much too straight. That was a quite an easy shot and he missed it. So uh, we move back to the poor player of before times. Me two, no, he's beautifully potted that and skewed the ball across the table to get behind the pink. I don't know whether he can pop this pink. It would be an amazing shot if he did. Have to go right down the table, down the, down the right hand uh, cue, uh, right hand cushion as you look up. Go for it, oh, oh. He nearly got a very lucky uh, cannon there off a red and it nearly popped into the centre pocket but it got nowhere, it's ended up over by the centre left pocket. So one point to me too. It's 4-2. It's a low score but there's been a lot of action. And me one now at the table. The cat's playing around. Oh, he had a good go! Me one had a good go but he's gone in off. The cue ball's gone down. Back to the old days. And that is four points to me too, which is every point that me once scored so far. 
has gone in a stupid foul. And there's a very straight red here, slightly, yes, slightly cute arch over the blue ball. But B2 has comfortably potted that. And the pink is near that pocket, as I said earlier. B2 could be on his way to... Oh, he didn't, he's hit it wrong. I don't know how the pink again has been missed. So Me2 just gets a break of one. Me one's back on the table and let off there. I think that could have been the game over. And Me one beautifully pots another. Just he didn't even take any time to look at that. He just got down and potted it in the top right hand pocket. So it's a very exciting game. And that pink still near to the centre pocket. And oh, and Me one's missed it as well. Again, it just nudged, it jingled onto the onto the uh, onto the, the jumped into the jaws there, jingled around like a journalist getting a phone call from the police as the Levinson inquiry happens. I was trying to get something top of it, it wasn't really good. Uh, me too now, he's in the cap for a corner of the table with a cue ball. Quite an easy red into the other pocket. Oh no, he tried to hit too high, he's messed it up. Nearly cannon into another red. So it's anyone's game at the moment. Uh, me one looks like he's going to try a plant. Two reds at the top, clutch on the top cushion. No, hasn't done it, and he's hit the black, and he's the black in the wall. Wish you could have seen that, because I can't describe it. Me one, he tried to camp, plant a red. The red hit the other red, and then that red went and it hit the took the kind of left hand cushion, then came back across the top of the top cushion, hit the black, and then the black went into the. Into the pocket, so that's another foul from me one. That's seven points to me two, um, and that puts him nine points in the lead with quite an easy well. A lot red, but, but near the pocket. Oh, he hasn't got in, it's coming down the table. Oh, no, for those interested in the cats, uh, Lino is currently fighting with a the Beatles rock band cover from. The Beatles rock band game for the book from the drums. Um, so let me think who would just played there. Uh, forgotten. I'm not feeling very well, uh, to be honest. I think that was me too. Missing an easy shot. Pretty sure that's right. Uh, so me one again, trying to run a plant as he learned his lesson from before. Oh, he didn't do it. He didn't pop the black this time. He didn't get any of plants in that correctly. But the catch running around by the feet of the players. Me too. He's not distracted though. Oh my god, there have been some amazing shots, and that was almost the whole length of the table. Again, it seems when they don't try, when they're just casual about it, they do very well. And me, one is on the table, sorry, uh, Meow, Lino is on the table, and he's, and he's slipping the balls, he slipped the pink. This is terrible, the referee one is going, oh no, Smithers is on the table, and he's trying to run, oh, the referee one has thrown the cats off the table. Oh. That was what we've been dreaming about. They sniffed the balls. They looked like they were going to touch them. They didn't touch them. Now, me, Smithers again has realised he can go up there now. He's, he's having a look. He's been taken over. He's up again. He's on the table. This is a disaster. I can't remember what's just happened. I think me too just potted a, an amazing ball. Well, Smithers, you can't go there. And Smithers, now curious, has jumped on the table. No, so far none of the balls have been touched by these curious cats. But there he goes wrong, they're up, oh, and they're both on the table. This is what snooker fans have been dreaming would happen. Lino is just lying on the table. Again, amazingly, nothing's been altered, nothing's been touched. Lino is sitting down on the table uh, in that corner that they like. Smithers is back up again, they're being thrown off the table. I think this is too exciting a game to be disrupted in this way, kids. 
you need to stay up. I'm putting them in the basket there. Uh, so me too, I think, is at the table. Hoping the cats won't jump up and disrupt this shot. There isn't really much on. He's going for the blue to the centre pocket. Look how he doesn't hit the green first. Uh, well, he didn't hit the green first, but he didn't get the blue. And then Smithers is up again. And looking at the ball. And he's patting the ball. So the ball's already touched. And that's it. The referee, one, is, is going to knock him out I think. Which could have dangerous consequences because they might need to put yeah, Referee one's taken a firm decision there. Uh, see, it was exciting having the cats on the table, uh, but uh, they did um, knock three of the balls there. And, um, and I don't know, I don't, there is nothing in the, in the snooker rule book about this. Does the game know invalid? Uh, me one is arguing it should be quite vociferously with the referee, but the referee is saying play on, it has not affected play. Uh, me one is at the table. Uh, you know, no one's quite sure who's going is. He's easily potted uh, the red there. So can he go for this green that's also by the pocket? Should get this. Oh, he's fucked it up. What a twat. Um, it is currently, amazingly, I think 15-6. Uh, most of me two points coming from fouls. But, oh, another stupendous pop, but unfortunately he went in off of that. There's been some amazing uh, super here today. Like these players have been in stasis, one itching to get out, and now they're here. They're really potting balls cleanly. Unfortunately, that was in and off, so that is four points. Nearly forgot there, but four points to me. One makes it 15 10. It's very close. Me one suddenly glad the game's continuing. He goes for a long shot. He's missed it, but it's all. Oh, it nearly came down into the fur corner of the snooker table, as it's known. There's only one red left on the table. I don't need to tell you. I'm sure you're keeping count. This is almost a snooker, but me too has comfortably got out of it. Up the left, the red ball close to the top right hand pocket. It's getting nearly a snooker. I don't think we want to pop this. He touched it though. He got it. So me too. Would have a quite clear run into the centre pocket here, but the green's in the way, so he's going for the top left hand pocket. Missed it. He's top right hand pocket, I beg your pardon. Me one, getting over that top right hand pocket. Oh, I was wrong about the snooker having improved, that was terrible. It's nearly got, is it going to go in? No, it's come to rest right in the corner. Bottom right hand pocket, me two has to pot this. There's just no other possible course action, and he has done. He's potted it. Um, he's left himself right on the bottom cushion, though. The green is, could possibly go into the centre pocket here. He's got it, that's very nice, but as he snookered himself, he obviously has to come down for the yellow, which is on the bottom pocket, he's behind the blue. Uh, yeah, and it's a snooker, me too. Oh, comfortably out of the snooker, but unbelievably, having scored. What a wonderful four points, let's put that on. Uh, he hit the yellow, and then somehow a spin sent the cue ball flying off to the, to the right or the, 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 the left. Uh, depending on which way you're looking at the table, of course, uh, and went in off. So uh, that's four points to me one. So that's there's still five points between these two players. If this is anyone's game, this is very very exciting. Uh, me one he might as well try and double the shallow into the second pocket. Unsuccessfully, there's a little kiss there. As the cue ball comes back down the table, uh, me two trying to send trick, but it successfully into the other opposite center pocket. That was a nice shot. He's come down, he's quite well onto the green. I don't think he can get this, but he's going to go for the centre pocket of the green. He hasn't got it, but that's me too, at least. Breaking the 20 barrier, and that shows how 
low the scores have been really that we've it's 21 14 at this stage that's quite unusual uh meanwhile can he screw this green back in the center pocket be very very tight nowhere near for me one me two maybe slightly in the ascendancy now oh he nearly pulled that back into the top left hand pocket that's very exciting what do you think commentator two of me one gets ready to play the shot who do you think is going to win this you're really asking me properly asking me i'm properly asking you for reals well i don't mind I would say me two's ahead, so probably he'll win. But based on form, yeah, it's the same bloke playing snooker against himself. Don't get postmodern and deconstruct this. Commentator two, it's very important. People will buy into this, and it's very exciting. Well, anyway, me one is bored of waiting for us to stop talking. Trying to double this up the table. That was, I think he was trying to. That was useless. And he's left me two a very easy green into the top right hand pocket, which he takes with a plum. Uh, and well, he's come down right down the table. Brown's almost on the blue spot. He's in the bottom right hand corner with the with the cue ball. Can he take this into the top left hand pocket? No, and he's gone in off. Oh, and he's he put the Brown came down the table and went in. That's a big shame. So three points for potting the green, but four points to meet one uh, for the for the foul, and uh, he gets to put the Brown on the centre spot. And replace the cue ball. He's going for the centre pocket, which is a, the correct thing to do here. We can roll this on. He could be on the on the blue. He hasn't rolled it on, but he's got the brown at least and the blue. Me one now. This could be it. These vital last four colours. There's only three left. Me one. Oh, he fucked that up badly. Nearly got. Oh, nearly got right behind the black for a snooker. So anyway, there's two points between them. Eighteen points on the table. Very exciting. How many excited commentator two? No. Me too. Oh, he could come to regret that. That one really jingled and jangled around in the pocket like Frank Thornton up in heaven, jangling his coins in his pocket just absent-mindedly as he waits for St. Peter to admit him surely to heaven. Topical reference there for those listening in the future when Frank Thornton died. Face to raise head, R8. Mark, Mark, me one now. The blue is a long shot, the blue is very near the pocket. Oh, he's hit it way too hard and it's bounced out. So, me two can live another day, unlike Frank Thornton. And me two, slightly competed by the Barlets here in the Shepherd's Bush Pontorus. Going for a long blue into the top round. Oh! And the bar did impede him, he just got, even though he was an inch away from the blue, he just completely missed. Cued that and the white ball went all over the place. That's five points to me one, and that could be very telling. It's now 27 24 to me one. This could be a re establishment of the five point lead. And me one has comfortably potted that blue beautifully just where it matters. He's on the pink. This is an impossible pink to miss, and he hasn't missed it. And he might even just match. Me two's 18, although again the bar is very, very much in the way of this final shot. But he's got it anyway, what a fantastic shot that was. I wish you could have seen that. There's been some amazing snooker here today. Um, but amazingly, me one ends up uh, winning by a massive margin. Me two will be left regretting that terrible mistake he made on the blue. It's 45 to 24. And I don't think anyone could have predicted that.
Another 18 break, this time for me one, um, and that makes it 16-11, which, you know, in terms of the franchise me one versus me two snooker, it's probably not good. People would probably prefer it if it was a bit closer and that would be a bit exciting. But me one maintained his form. Well, you know, he, he didn't win the last game, but he won the one before and lost the one before, lost a couple before that. So it's 16-11, me one, and oh, I think we'll talk to me too first about what happened there. How are you feeling, me too? I'm, I'm gutted by that, Richard. I can't believe that happened. I was way ahead. It was all going my way. To be honest, I really thought I was going to pop that blue. Uh, I had a, a kind of nice line, and it was a slightly awkward shot thanks to the bar. Um, but then missing that blue, it obviously cost me dearly. Um, and to lose by like 21 points when I was, you know, seconds before I was, away, you know, five or six points ahead. It's um, it's just typical, it's typical bad luck. And yet me one, playing a similar shot, in fact, a harder shot, I would say, in the, in the end with the black, managed to pop the black and didn't miss it at all. Yeah, you don't need to rub it in. I saw what happened. Um, I've lost, but believe me, there are a lot more frames to go. You know, don't feel like, just because we haven't done this for a month and a half, that... It's just going to get longer and longer between frames until there are no more and there can't possibly be another five frames because, you know, this is going to go back uh, to being weekly, if not daily, very soon. And um, I will prevail, Richard. I will prevail. That was just bad luck without that without that error at the end. Well, you, know, you could say that, me one, but me too, I beg your pardon. You do look similar. It's all right. We get that a lot. Um, me too. You could say that, you know, a lot of your early points did come from me ones at unforced errors. So to, for you to pick up on one error of your own seems churlish. Well, I don't think it is churlish, Richard. I think I should have won. I thought I was going to win. I can't believe, uh, I mean, I, hats off. I, if I had a hat on, I would take it off and I'd stick it up me one's ass while I was fucking his wife. Well, that's a shame that you just had to go at the end. They've been quite you know, well-mannered and sportsmanlike up to there. And it's a shame you had to um, take it to that crude level just at the end of the interview there. But let's over to me one. Um, yeah, I'm going to be honest with you, Richard. I was ill during that frame. I know me too was better, but I wasn't better. I was still feeling ill. Um, that, there you go. Oh, no, listen to that. I was all smut and, um, smut and stuff up my nose. That had been there the whole game. And uh, um, I still won. I won by 21 points. And almost as many points as me two scored in total, and to be honest, I scored most of his points for him. So I think there's still uh, this is still the battle of the of the giant playing the tiny boy, um, and uh, you know I'm delighted to one. I may be slightly allergic to the cats as well. Uh, and talking of the cats, how was that? Did, how did you feel? You were saying that you wanted the frame to be called off because of the cats. I did not really say that. I don't think you'll find me saying that on tape. Uh, well, I think you whispered it to the the referee. I don't. Well, listen to the tape and see if you can hear me saying that. I didn't say that. I was the cats being on. You know, cats on the table, cats off the table. Put a dog on the table. Put a rhinoceros on the table. I don't mind. Put a, a kind of Ewok on the table if you want. I don't really care what you put on the table. I will be able to defeat me too. Whatever's on what, even if there's an an exploding nuclear bomb on the table. Put that on. Put an exploding nuclear bomb on the table. I will still remain steadfast, even if my cue is turned to cinders and the balls are just ash. I will still win me against me too. That is my solemn promise. 
to me one fans I know that a lot of you have been through a difficult time supporting me I apologize for my past aberrations I'm back this is me I'm thrashing me too me too as you've seen is unsportsmanlike and unpleasant I hope people will see the real side of him and realize that I am not as bad as people have been making out I'm back I'm back playing snooker I will be playing snooker whenever I am called upon to do so as long as my wife is not annoyed by that scratch on the floor and um yeah I was ashamed you're going quite well that was quite a good speech and then you just went um and um yeah not very well rich you know i did it if if churchill and he said hitler if churchill if hitler hadn't been very well his speeches would probably not have worked that might have been a good thing but if churchill hadn't been very well when you know we were fighting on the beaches uh maybe world war ii would have been different but i not for me if i'd been churchill i would have still won look i just won even though i was ill uh, so, well, me too. Were you ill as well? <coughs> Wasn't ill, Richard. You sound really ill. You sound like your throat's all caught up. <clears throat> no, I'm not going to use that as an excuse like some people would. Well, it's not an excuse, is it? I won. I'm not, you know, I'm not excusing myself. I'm saying I won despite being ill. Well, I, no, I'm not going to say I was ill because that's not the kind of guy I am. I let the snooker do the talking, not the viruses, uh, not my nasal juggling, snot juggling in my throat like you just did. I... I let my snooker do the talking. Well, your, your, snoo your snooker's doing the talking, it's saying your shit. Listen, let's get back here. Let's get back to what this used to be. Back to basics. Jump the shark some time ago and it's time to get back. Me fucking you up with my snooker cue. Fucking you in the anus. Well, literally, no, I'm using, it's a metaphor. Okay, well, let's, we'll get back to it. It's been a very exciting frame. This is Rich Herring speaking now. The, the me's have gone back into their little, it's like bag push. They've gone to sleep and when they go to sleep, all the commentators go to sleep as well. Um, I don't think the cats will go to sleep. Hopefully they're not pooing outside because I've locked them out where their only litter trays are. Uh, we've had some fun with the scratch on the floor. Um, you know, just brand new flooring. Was it, is it worth it? Uh, if you've enjoyed this, please do listen to the Talking Cock podcast, uh, which is, you know, has some jokes in it and stuff. Um, and uh, come see me uh, on the Talking Cock tour, which will be uh, heading up north to uh, all sorts of places. I'll have a look on my phone and tell you where it's coming, just in case you're interested. I mean, it seems barely point, it doesn't seem much point because no one really listens to it. But uh, on the 21st, it's in Worcester, plenty of tickets left. 22nd, Wolverhampton, some tickets left. 23rd, Salford, that is sold out. 24th Durham, some tickets left. 25th Glasgow, selling fast. And 26th of March in Edinburgh. Again, plenty of tickets left for that at the stand. I'd love to see if you want to come there. If you want to check where I'm going in April and May, go to richardherring.com and click on the picture of the poster. Uh, do keep interested. There's more Richard Herring's Leicester Square Theatre podcast coming up at the end of May. And in fact, there's one in McCuntlech in May. So um, there'll be plenty of that. And... Uh, yeah, I hope you've enjoyed the return to the Me One vs Me Two snooker. Thank you to the five of you still listening. That meaning I have to do this, but I, you know that's what I always wanted. I just wanted it to be a relaxed, fun thing. Now we've got rid of everyone else. We can just enjoy what this is—a very exciting competitive sporting contest. I think you'll agree it was a good one today, uh, and, some, and well played to both players. Actually, there were some fine shots, and bad luck to Me Two. Congratulations to Me One, who certainly pulled it out of the bag at the end there. Uh, that was my overview of the game. I'd love to get the players back, but of course, once they've gone to sleep, they all go to sleep. Um, if you see me on tour, you can come and, of course, get the autographs of any of the players or commentators or anyone from this podcast. 
uh, so far like maybe two people have done that on the tour suggesting this really is a waste of my valuable day off what am I doing I used to be on the telly 